Yo. What's going on, people? We are back. We are back. Man, sorry for the hiatus. What record been kicking my ass, yo? Hey, look, I've been trying to find a job. You know, I'm just saying Mercury's and Gatorade or whatever the fuck they want to call it. Hope whatever those Zodiac tricks be saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, my, my chakra wasn't aligned. You know, what the fuck? But, you know, it's 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 time that we bless y'all's ears and, you know, get let us let y'all know that we were still around. Y'all know the shit. Y'all know the intro. <laughs> you already know, know who he is, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I figured since it's Black History Month, I mean, <laughs> Black History Month, I think it's time that we shine a little light on, you know, some Black excellence, considering I just want to say this before we start. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Judas and the Black Messiah. Go watch it. Bro, hop on HBO Max right now and watch that. Like, it's so if you're, worth if, it. Like, it don't matter. Like, if you're listening to this, stop listening to it and go watch it. Like, best two hours of your life. Two hours and what, like five, ten minutes? Remarkable. Right. Two hours and some change. It's not bad. And I've made it a point that I've watched like a plethorathon of black. Significant movies. I think I you can't I, even spell I, that word. Can't, but I just made it up. So. <laughs> um, I watched Malcolm X for like the first time ever, and didn't realize it was three hours, but it was. Um, yeah, it's a long, it's a long ass movie. I watched Harriet last night, which was pretty cool. Um, I've seen it before. I just wanted to rewatch it. Um. You know, I've just it's it's Black History Month, and I felt like I needed to deep dive into my heritage one good time. You know what I'm saying? Celebrate Black excellence in cinema, which is ridiculous right now. If I if black I like film, Black film is amazing. Black and film it's only getting better. It's literally in like I can't. I would say I would say since Do the Right Thing from Spike Lee and before that even. Even now, before that, there's a whole documentary. I was, I'm saying, like, I was like, before do the right thing. I'm talking like, um, you know, like the Wiz. You know, you had the color purple. Mm-hmm. You know, shoot, I'll even say Blade from Wesley Snipes. That saved the MCU, in my opinion. Right, and I mean, like I was saying, there's a whole documentary on. Like I can't remember the name of it, but if you go on Netflix, there's a whole docu series about black like how black cinema has become what it is today and it's like a docuseries it's got Whoopi Goldberg in it it's got Cuba Gooding Jr. in it it's got uh John Singletary who directed uh uh Boys in the Hood uh it's got you know you mean John Singleton fool is it Singleton or Singletary it's Singleton I know what I said <laughs> um now give me your black card nah. <laughs> yes it's like people don't understand like when they watch and it's great because this documentary talks about like every single part of being black like it's not you can even look at black television i'm talking like um a different world like bro they were they were like subliminally telling us about hbcus and like martin and and, uh, the fresh prince you Mm -hmm. know 
Um, Living Single, another great black sitcom. I suggest if you haven't seen it, go Living watch that. Living you Single know? is really great, but nobody talks about it. It's really good. Living Single is what Friends is. It's exactly Friends. Friends copied and pasted it, and they just made the people male. I said that, what dude. I said. You know what I'm saying? I said what I said. <laughs> Cancer culture, you can come and get me. You know my Twitter. You know my whatever. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, but like it's just, but then you know when people see black cinema or black TV shows or black sitcoms, all they see are black struggles. But that's how it is. That's us. That's black culture, and people want to want you know going back to the whole race thing. You know. Um, it just like every culture wants to be up, but they don't want to like know about us. They don't want to know what our culture is. They don't want to know about, you know, grandma's house on Sunday after church. They don't want to know about, you know, all these things growing up black. And that's why black cinema and black TV shows do such a good job of highlighting how rich our culture is and how deep our culture is. And it's such an amazing thing to see where it is nowadays. Because you have these British black actors just blowing it up right now. They right, are, like John Boyega, um, uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba, um, old dude that the, the, the brother who played Fred Hampton. He's I didn't know he was British until like two this, weeks ago. Through I, really, through I heard him talk and I was like, he's British. The black nerd group I'm in. I was like, he's British. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Right, but Keith Steinfeld, like, come on, dude. like, you can the name the list goes on and on. Uh, what's this? There's this one cat's name. Um, he's uh, he was in uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but he was, and then he was in another movie too. Uh, it was on Netflix, and it was some, it was about it was like one of those, you know, growing up in the hood movies, and I can't remember his name. Um, I think you might know him. He was a uh, he was in the uh, Wu Tang, uh, doctor or the Wu Tang. Oh, yeah, that brother. He was yeah. He played uh played the Risen Wu Tang. Yeah, oh, I can't. I can't think of his. I can't think of his name, but I could. I know exactly who you're talking about. But yeah, great, he's, but I, he's, he's 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 having one hell of a career. He has range. <laughs> he has fucking range. Like it's insane how much range he has. Like he can go from. It's amazing with the range that the Key Stanfield has. That's part oh, of this black God. excellence, you know. And let's not even let's not forget about the black women in cinema, you know, to jump to man, man and like can't not, say name right now. not even Raji P. Henson, oh, you know, man. Queen Latifah. She's in a new show, what's it called The Equalizer on CBS. It's just the continuation of the movie that Denzel watched oh, that that black actor was in. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> he was yeah, it's just the movie, but it's a TV series now, and she is the equalizer now. And then like you know, uh, uh, she's she's great. And then Oprah, that was an up. That was an up. I can't remember her name. Did she put the mom? Amazing actress. And then, you know, like the actress that played Siri in Black Bassett, you know? Angela Bassett. She's a dog. The person who plays uh, Siri, uh, Shuri in Black Panther, we don't talk about her. She's a a mad transphobic. So uh, we're going to 86 that. (laughs) I did not know that. Um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna eighty six that we don't support bigotry here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. So, uh, you know, she was great in Black Panther, but uh, no, no. <laughs> well, all right, then never you mind. Know, we'll just the late great Chadwick Boseman. 
Chadwick Boseman, man, let me tell you, you want to talk about black excellence? That's black excellence personified. He gave mm-hmm. us Jackie Robinson. He gave us James Brown. He gave he us Thurgood Marshall. He gave us King T'Challa. He gave us, you know, he played, he took his acting so seriously. He learned how to play the trumpet before he passed away for that role. Oh, the jazz movie that's on Netflix? Right. Man. Yeah, he was. He's... Viola Davis. Viola Davis. That's another prime example of black excellence. Dude, Viola Davis is. Like, dude, there's just so much. Like, we and nobody. Can, we could talk about black. You know, let's, we can talk about celebrity black excellence. Let's talk about black excellence in our lives that we know personally. You know, like our parents, you know, my parents, they're black excellence personified. My sister. Oh, your mom's business, bro? Your mom's business is booming right now, you know? <laughs> right. Your dad's you know, always thinking of weird entrepreneur things. And I'm like, how does he just come up with these things? Like, it's it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you yeah. know, I got friends like my boy Jalen, you know, go follow his his photography page. Jay Waters Photography on Instagram. Black Excellence Personified right there. Right. My homie Michael, he just started up his podcast. And Black he, Excellence he's still, he's still Personified. He's drinking, playing football. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, there's just so much. Know, it's good to see compared to, and I wanted to make this episode like, kind of like a year forward past the events, and I wanted to make it in Black History Month, because it, it's like, all for the last, unfortunately, for the last like five or six years, when it comes to Black people, the only thing people can think of is racism. They can think of protesting. They think of Black people dying from the police. That's all they think about. And unfortunately, that's just how the media makes us seem like we're the victim and that's all they seem they make us seem like oh well you know all they want to do is protest and talk about equal rights and this that and whatever but you have to look my question you know here's my question my question is why is there a debate about ending racism in america and i'm not just talking about black people i'm talking about racism towards the asians the native americans the mexicans like why is that a hard subject that always gets met with, well, you know, why should we end racism? Because it's horrible. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like it's like the uh it's like it's like the it's like the discussion about abortion. It's like the discussion of sex work. Like why are we even talking about it if it's Oh my god, we can do a whole episode about abortion and sex work. You know, you know, maybe we might do that next month. I don't know. We'll get to it. Right. It's on the list. It's just like, <laughs> like you know, and I'm, for those who want to know, me and them are pro-choice. Just yes, we are. Highly. <laughs> uh, it's just, but, you know, but I wanted to highlight how great it is being black. And I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you know, black superiority, whatever. But black people. Are- whatever Terry Crews was trying to talk about on Twitter last year. I don't know what he was talking about. I, don't know. I was like, black supremacy doesn't exist, Terry. Right, I'm like, it doesn't exist. It's just, you have to realize, like, so many people talk about, like, all, so many people see, like, the bad, I guess. But there's so much. And being black is cool. Being man. black like, is I love being great. Black. Like, look, and not even just in movies. Look at sports. Do you know how many influence black African-Americans? And not even just, like, African-Americans, just, like, black athletes across the world have changed their game. LeBron, Jordan, Kobe. Basketball, Serena, Serena Williams, Williams, Tiger Woods, you know, 
the entire NFL, basically. The entire NFL, you know what I'm saying? They changed the game. Like, and I hate to say this, but without us, who knows where those sports would be nowadays? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You have to think about it. Like, and like just recently, the, Naomi the new, the new queen of tennis. I'm gonna say it, Naomi. Man, man, Naomi, I'm Opaka telling you, dog. she's she is a beast. She is the future of tennis. And people are like, oh, she's she's Serena's rival. I'm like, no, bro, she's the continuation of her legacy. Right. I'm she's like, passing man, the torch down to her. Exactly. That's what it is. There's no rivalry. Like people always think that there's rivalry between like, like. And that's another thing, too. Like, people always think, like, when another black person succeeds that we have to, like, have this kind of competition. No, we're gassing. Nah, bro, like, I, I get excited when I see one of my homies succeed, bro. Right. That's what it is. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, like it's, it's all it is. You know, this crab in a bucket mentality, you know, I feel like we're the generation to break that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I feel like us, our kids in the future, our grandkids, we're going to break that mentality of, if I ain't doing good, you can't do good either. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, if I'm not succeeding, you can't succeed. Nah, bro, seeing my homie succeed inspires me to succeed, you know? Exactly, bro. And, like, that's why black excellence, people are like, why, you, why does everyone keep talking about black excellence? I'm like, because, bro, like, that's what it is. Like, black excellence is more than just seeing somebody come up. Black excellence is, you have to look at our history. You have to look at the things black people have gone through and then look at where they're at now. Like, we're, like, we've been faced with so much adversity and stuff like that. And to see anybody, not even just athletes, just come up in the world and just, you know, get past. Because when you're born black, you're automatically, you automatically have to have a chip on your shoulder that I have to do better than everybody else. You have to. That's just how right, You're born with a target on your back. Bro. Yeah, exactly. And that's just <laughs> like, how the world is. And that's unfortunate. And to see in the year 2021 in a state that, you know, African-Americans have the power that we have in so many aspects of the world, whether it be Congress, sports, entertainment, music, any of that is amazing to see. And it's just like, it's great. Like, I'm so happy to see that our people, unfortunately, it took so many years for people to recognize it, but there we're finally starting to get that recognition that we deserve. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's an awesome feeling to see. Right. You know, it's just like, you know, black excellence just goes beyond, you know, like you said, success. It just just surviving in this mm-hmm. country as a black man, a black woman, that's black excellence in itself. You gotta you go to you gotta go to work and code switch on the dot, <laughs> you know, constantly being told your hair is unprofessional. But, you know, all these white celebrities are still in your style. Right. Or you got to, like, talk a certain way. Like, say, code switching. Like, uh, you know, uh, Brandy Rhodes. And, you know, there's no there's no better code switchers in this country than black women. I'll tell you that I right was now. just about to get to that. Brandy <laughs> Rhodes, yeah, for you non-wrestling fans, Brandy Rhodes, uh, whose husband is Cody Rhodes, whose father is Dusty Rhodes, uh, she is uh, the chief executive officer for AEW, which is all elite wrestling. She was in a review, uh, doing a podcast not too long ago, talking to Renee uh, Paquette, who used to do uh, commentary for WWE. She was talking about how she had to code switch. Renee didn't know what that was, so she explained. 
She was like, code switching is when you have to put on your white person voice. And she said it straight like that. And she was like, I have to put on my white person voice. I have to sound less intimidating or I have to sound less ghetto to get where I need to go because I can't be, I have to take who I am outside of work, turn it down 50% and then be somebody else. And that alone is like excellent. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how hard that is to, even for me, I got to do that shit every And it's so hard to like, just be us because people are so like, in, I don't even want to say intimidated, but they don't understand black culture yet. They want to dress and talk like us and listen to our music. But the moment like we do, they're like, well, you're too ghetto. You're too black. You're too this. And it's like, okay, if you're going to embrace my culture, embrace my culture. You know what I'm saying? And I like, for, my- for those who don't know what code switching is, you want to, if you want a good example, just go watch the movie. Sorry to bother you. Just watch That's the first half. Exactly the second half gets really about. weird. Does that exactly we, it gets really about. weird. We covered that in the Chief Keef episode. <laughs> it gets really weird. So just watch the first half and then turn it off. Okay? So I'm going to say it like that. Just watch the first half. And turn it off. All right? Turn it so off. Unless you want to be, you know, see some weird horse shit <laughs> and go ahead and watch, finish the movie, but just watch the first half. Turn it off. Okay, continue. Right, like just, and then you can go ahead and finish it. But if that's code switching, like black people do that every day. Everyone's like, "Oh, you like you, you speak so." What's the word? Like, you speak, you speak so, so white, white. dude. Excuse I hate me? that shit. I hate when people are like, "You act so white." Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, act I'm white. Like, right, like we say it jokingly to Dez because he knows it's jokingly, but like you know, Dez likes rock music. He doesn't like hip hop, but guess what? Rock and you know. That's black culture. culture. Chuck Berry, all those people influenced rock music. You know, all that metal and shit you listen to, that's rock. That is black influence. It does almost every single thing in life, entertainment wise or sports wise, was black influenced, whether you want to believe it or not. And it's like. All right, look at Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson gave us so many fashion trends through the 80s. That even schools had to ban the one glove. Which is insane. How do you ban a glove? (laughs) Right. You know, I'm not saying everything that we do is glitz and glamour because unfortunately, thanks to gangs and prisons and stuff like that, sagging became a very big thing. Even even gang culture is popularity. Like, popularity-wise, is been infiltrated mm-hmm. by white folk. When I went to Summer Jam and YG was there, you know how many white kids I saw with Boston <laughs> I'm like, nigga, you ain't never been to Compton. You ain't never been to Compton. <laughs> but for real. You ain't been outside of Colorado a day in your life. What you know about right. Compton? But it, they want to be us, bro. Like, that's the thing. People want to be us. They want to taste like, they want to taste. And it's not just black people. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's so many other influences, like, you know, Indian culture, Native American culture, Hispanic culture, like radiation. The freaking the Latinos, man. I love the Latino race, man. I do. Like your influence, your your food, your clothing, your the Spanish. Spanish is probably the coolest, smoothest language on earth, in my opinion. Personal opinion. Like, you know, it's just so dope. Y'all are amazing. And that that, and that even goes to like like like, that that goes down to like outside of like, you know. Hollywood, stuff like that, that boils down to just being an average person. Like, look at black holidays. Look at how Hispanics spend their holidays. Like, 
you will not get, and I'm not, maybe it's different in your household. I'm, I'll put it like this. I'll put it like this. Latino Christmases and black Christmases are totally mm-hmm. different things. But, but they're, they're both, both lit. lit. It's probably the greatest time of the year when it comes to a black Thanksgiving and a Latino, like, like. I was going to say Thanksgiving. I was, but then I was conflicted because, like, how are we going to celebrate the genocide of Native Americans after we all said, fuck Christopher Columbus? I mean, you know, I was like, so we all, we all hate Christopher Columbus, but we're celebrating Thanksgiving. Mm, it's a, it's a See, bad I'm just so, celebrating eating. I don't you know? care about all that. Like, that stuff's <laughs> sad, but, like, I just want to you know like, I like to eat. I like to eat. Like, I'm like, happy Thanksgiving. Don't say that. Give me my fucking give me my That's all I care about. Like, <laughs> I just got back from that walk. All with I my want husband. is I'm the mac and cheese. You know what I'm saying? I'm hungry. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, black. You would even take You would even take that walk. But we all know what right. that walk is. <laughs> we know what that is. And, like, that's that's another episode. That's another thing for another episode like, down the line is just how great. Like, and it's just, like again, it all circles back to just how great not cultures are but then you see white people trying so hard to be us but then they don't want to take the time to understand us and i know we talk about race a lot on this like podcast but it's just something that like within the last it's a part of who we are we it's just well it's us you know like i can't escape my race you know wherever i go my race goes with me. I just can't. I can't. Yeah, I can't wake up off. one. And I'll be honest with you, I don't want to be anything else. I don't. And everyone's like, like the one. Oh, no. I, like like that. Like that spoken word said, my black might be painful at times, but I've never That's probably one of the hard. That was one of the truest <laughs> lines I've ever heard. Like, man. <laughs> like, it might be painful sometimes, but I never trade. We're just a unique group of people, else. dude. That's what it is. Even in like, and not even just again, not even just us, Native Americans, Asians, Hispanics, all of us are all unique in our own different ways. Like Asians are probably the one, and that's what makes this country so beautiful, man. It's like everything makes it make America great. I'm like America's already great because we exist. Yeah, in it. <laughs> you know, like forget that make America great again nonsense. All right, Trump lost. Okay, you know. I'm, am I saying Biden's better? No. <laughs> like, but, you know, I don't even look at politics. Man. I look at the people, man. This country is like a bag of Skittles, man. <laughs> and the sour apple ones are the, uh, are the um, racist ones. <laughs> the sour apples are the white supremacists. <laughs> uh, they're a threat to the Once whole Once you bags. get one, then the whole bag's tainted and you don't want it anymore. Again, right. but circling back to just you know what the what this main the main theme of this episode was just being excellent, like what that means. And I think I feel like when people hear that, they think that we're trying to say that being black is better. It's not. It's celebrating black. Culture. It's yeah, not at man. all. And I feel like we need to take the time. It's like the black. It's like the whole Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. movement. It's. I'm just saying Black Lives Matter too. I'm not saying Black Lives Matter more. That we, yeah, <laughs> like, that's that's what it is. Hey, we exist. We matter just like you matter. You know? Hi. Yeah, and it's like the end and every <laughs> fucking time, they always read the counterpoint. Well, blue lives matter too. I hate to say it, but they really don't. Because blue lives don't exist. It's a cop. You chose you guys, to be a cop, bro. Chose I didn't choose to be black. Badge, I'm glad you know I am black. Didn't, I didn't choose to be black. I didn't choose to wake up and have a hundred years of slavery behind me, you know, I 
this is where I'm born with. You chose to pick up the gun and put on that blue shirt. And that, if that's what you do, like I said, way back earlier when we first started this podcast, we know some good cops. Where That's not what we're saying. But we're also saying that you can't go around talking about all co- or blue lives matters and this, that, and whatever, because they don't, because it doesn't exist. It just doesn't. In the blue lives matter, y'all would y'all do that out the window, right? That's what I'm saying. I was just about to bring that up. I'm like, you guys talked all about how blue lives matter and the black lives matter movement was going on, but as soon as they started to cap, you're like, oh, well, all those police officers did did, did they deserve to do this, this, and that, whatever, all because your punk ass boyfriend got you know kicked out of the White House, you know. But that's another topic for another day. It's just, right, I think we need to educate people on what black excellence really is. My definition of black excellence is when you see somebody of, you know, of African-American descent or, you know, black descent, you see them doing something amazing. You see them doing something that's going to change somebody's lives. And like, you see them just doing good. That's what black excellence is. And when somebody says, Oh, we're celebrating black excellence, we're celebrating how great it is to be black and do what you just did. Like, we're celebrating our culture. That's my definition of black excellence. Right? I mean, my definition of black excellence is just like you said, just celebrating being black, just celebrating how far we've come and how, you know, the journey is long and treacherous ahead. But man, the word quit is Showing. not in the dictionary. We're only getting started. We're <laughs> only getting started. We have so many avenues and openings now. Like, we have so many first African Americans to. Like there's so many African Americans doing first, it's insane. Like we have so many talent in, you know, just being black. We have so many young, talented black figures. And you know, like being black goes beyond Africa. Right, right? Black people everywhere. Shout out to the black people in mm-hmm. the Dominican Republican. Shout out to the black people in China. <laughs> I don't know why y'all are there, but shout out to you. <laughs> like, you know, shout out to the black people all over the world. Y'all are excellent. Every single person, if you hear this and you are black, you are excellent. Especially black women. Okay? Don't let don't let anybody tell you less. You are excellent. You are cherished. You are loved. You are cared for. You are a king. You are a queen. And where exactly. you're especially black women. And I know I'm infamous for saying that I'm not attracted to black women in the slightest. I've said that. You know, that's just my preference. Whatever. But I still respect black women for what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? As a wrestling fan, watching Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks go into WrestleMania and possibly main event is a huge fucking deal. Because it's like, as a black woman, you have a bigger target on your back than you a black male. And that's because you have to talk a certain way, to act a certain way. You can't be too loud. You can't be too ghetto. You can't be this. You can't be that. You're always told something. You run the you run the risk of getting killed if you say no to a boy at a club for not giving your phone number. That goes for every woman. You know what I'm saying? You know, we we're gonna get we should that should be a topic right there, violence against women. That should that ooh, mm-hmm. we need to talk about that one. You know. You know, you like you said, you can't be you can't wear your hair a certain way. You can't wear the big hoop earrings or because the bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. Blah, and blah, I blah, get blah, it. Yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. For the longest time, I understood Shut why. <laughs> like, for the longest time, I always, I always, I always was like upset because every time I would say, like, oh, I don't like black women or I don't find black women to attract, like, I don't think, you know, I don't find black women suitable to date. 
And I never understood why people get so upset about that. But then I started seeing black women starting to like black men not wanting to date black women. And I get it. Some people have preferences. And this is just this is going to be my personal take. I have a preference. Am I going to shun away a black woman if I see, you know, if she walks up to me and is like, hey, you're attractive and things go, you know, and we end up dating? I'm not going to say no because you're a black woman and I'm attracted more to this white woman. I'm not going to do that at all. Like I said, again, it's just a preference. You're attracted to white women? <laughs> all the hotel, all the hotel. <laughs> I'm sorry, my. I'm sorry, my doctor Umar. All the all the hoteps. <laughs> you doing what, my brother? <laughs> you I get it. I understand <laughs> why people will feel some type of way when I say that because black men have a history of dating white women because they just find black women not attractive. And as I get older, when I was younger, I just was like I, I would go with what my dad would say because my dad didn't like black. He didn't find black women attractive. He still doesn't to this day. Um, but as I get older, I've started to see like, well, wait a minute, like, why are they not attractive? Like, I'm seeing like Chloe Bailey, Beyonce. I'm seeing like Taraji P Henson. I'm seeing, you know, all these uh, very, very attractive. Black- Rosario Dunn. She just exactly. played a Sokatana. Like I'm seeing all these it. very attractive black women, and they're not the stereotypical loud ghetto black women that you see on TV. Because that was my and even even those women are my. I mean, hey, that's that's you know what, what you saying? do. That's what you do. Meg Thee Stallion. If you even Meg Thee Stallion is not. Meg Thee Stallion is very. I don't care. I want. I Meg. I'm just saying, I'm just I'm just saying like Megastar is a very established black woman. Just people see on the on TV. That's what people like people what they see on TV, how a black woman acts, that's how they perceive. And I was very ignorant when I was younger, and that's how I thought. That's how I that as I got older, and I was like, Well, this isn't how they are, this is just how TV perceives us. So now I'm a little more open minded about it. So now I understand why people get upset when I say that I'm not attracted to black women. Need to protect our black women. <laughs> well, we do, we do. <laughs> like, like my homie Cody says down in Miami, the one that be giving oh, me God. all sorts of shit. Uh, anyways, <laughs> he said, "Date who you want to date. Just shut up about black women." Right. Hey, I have nothing to say about. I have nothing to say. I, I don't like. I will say if someone's like. Cool. Or if someone's like, what race do you like? I'm going to say I prefer, you know, I like it's just a preference. That's all it is. But if someone's like, oh, so you don't like black women? That's not what I said. What I said was, is I just prefer non-white or non-black women. But now I'm getting to the point where I'm just like, you know what? If a black girl came up to me and was like, I think you're cute, then I'd be like, hey, let's see how this goes. You know what I'm saying? And they go, Chris, put your preference. I'm like, I'm keeping it in the roots, baby. Yeah, <laughs> like the black of the berry, the sweet of the I'm just saying we Come gotta on. we gotta protect our black women because we and everyone's like, why do you have to hold them to such a higher standard? Because they're they get more slack than black men do. Again, like I said, they get so much they get so much hate for no reason because of how they're perceived in the media and how they're perceived on TV. And, and right, like you look at beauty standards, it's always the light skinned black girl. So to you, dark skinned mm. black women, you every are beautiful time too. you see something, all right. Like don't me. let don't let 
don't let don't let society tell you that you know light is better. No, and I want to talk about that beauty. too. The whole like light skin versus dark From, skin thing. Like you know, I love black I love pretty black people, but we got to build each other up. Like this is not just something that like like we're telling white folks and you know, everybody else. We're telling other black folks this too. Like. I'm so tired of seeing, oh, well, because he's light-skinned, he doesn't get this. Or because he's not fully black, he doesn't understand this. Like, that's fucking retarded. Like, you're black. You know what I'm saying? If you sent a light-skinned brother back to the 1700s, you know what they're going to say? You're still a nigga. Still a nigga, boy. Your daddy was black (laughs) and your mama was white, or however the fuck it was. You know what I'm saying? Usually, usually it's the other way around. Usually you massive son. But you still a nigga. We're still in this together. <laughs> but guess what? Exactly. And I'm tired of doing this together. Tearing each other down because we feel like we have to. I'm like, no, like being black isn't a competition. That's what this whole thing is about. Like, no time. Right? Stop that whole struggle Olympic shit, bro. Like, I don't care if you grew up in the ghetto or you grew up in the suburbs. You right. are still, still black. black. I'm black. You like, black. We grew up like, you know, we have the same. That is the one thing that we have in common. We are brothers and we are sisters and we go through this shit together. And now is not a better time for black people to stick together. And that's what, you know, the racist and the bigots want to see is us tear each other down. And we can't do that anymore. We just can't. We can't afford to do that. We got to build right. each other up. You know, it's only up from here. Right. And it's just like I'm fighting sick over <laughs> here, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and uh yeah, it's just like that's all I wanted to talk that's all I wanted to hop on and say and just you know talk about was just celebrating black culture. Like it just let people know that being black is great. It's not that bad, you know what I'm saying? Happy black, you know, happy right. I do want to give some of a happy Black History Month. Happy, happy Black, Black History. history. All right, our hi- right, our 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 Black History right. is that, American yeah. history. You know. All right, don't let them try to don't try to let them water it down and dilute. You know what I'm saying? Kids in school, don't don't let look here, look here. They're gonna tell you about the same two people: Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, Rosa Parks. They no, if. If they get to Malcolm X, I'm not taking away from what Dr. King and Rosa Parks did because they're huge parts of American right. history. But there's so much more, and the school will not teach you that because schools have rewritten history to hide mm-hmm. the crimes of America. Oh, yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Go off. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to tell you, oh, slavery. Man. I was like, let's tell you about George Washington. Like, no, we need. Like, you think I'm just gonna pretend the fact that you just (laughs) like they're they're taking the they're taking the Native American history. I'm talking about Native brothers and sisters right now. They're taking their history out of the history books altogether. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, and like Dr. King said, an injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. So I can't speak on my black brothers Mm -hmm. without speaking on my Native brothers. And my, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I know it's Black History Month, but you know, like my boy Dayla says, exactly, you're on Native land. I mean, October is. I mean, if we're talking about other cultures, October is Hispanic Heritage Month, but nobody talks about it because it's diluted by Halloween and Breast Cancer Awareness Month. 
So I mean, there's that there. True, right? which is, and you know, you know what the Black History Month we got All Star Weekend, which you know, hey, that's you know that's another form of Black excellence. You get to see blacks, you get to see black athletes, and it's not it's not even just like black athletes. You go, see black, you see real. black music artists, all that celebrities. You see black artists. You you see actors, and singers, and dancers. All that, just you know, what? But hopefully, you know. And I just, yeah, like, people don't talk about it. It's like how, uh, I think, I want to say September is Asian American uh, Heritage Month, I think. And nobody talks about it because it's Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month. And I'm not saying that's bad. And 9-11 happened. But they tell you what you should care about. And it's like, and there's so many people I know that are Asian American, and they don't even know what the fuck their culture is. They're like, well, I'm Chinese. Okay, cool. What do you know about being Chinese? Nothing. Well, why not? Because the school system doesn't tell us anything about being Chinese or being Japanese. And the only thing they tell us about being Japanese is that we all. Or Korean or right. Vietnamese or from Taiwan, you know? Like <laughs> nobody, the school, like you said. I mean, you know, school's not going to teach you that. Media is going to do the same thing. They're like, yeah, but it's, you know, they're going to be like, oh, it's Black History Month, but this, this, and this happened. Okay, but it's Black History Month. Okay, but you should be paying attention to this, this, and this. But I want to pay attention to Black History Month. It's Black exactly. History Month. <laughs> did, we, did I study? <laughs> and then in school, it's like, oh, well. <laughs> but you should shut, yeah. shut your face. And then in it's school, it's the same month. thing. They're like, <laughs> okay, well, okay, we're going to talk about Black History. Okay, we're going to talk about Martin Luther King, and we're going to talk about Rosa Parks. Okay, well, I already know about them. What about, you know... I, you, here's how you do it with Black History at elementary school. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure the people out here know. You, your teacher will roll in that big old TV on the stand and put in that my. Or if you're in high school, they put on fucking uh, Glory. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> that Denzel Washington movie with yeah, the one single. Yeah, they'll put that movie on and be like, "Yeah, that's Black History." No, it's not. That's a part of it, but that's, that's a part not of black it. history there's, in the slightest, like at all. We going to talk about the. That's why Red Tails is still one of my favorite movies. <laughs> right, we're going to talk about you right. know the freedom. Right. We're going to, and that's why I also going back to Harriet. <laughs> Harriet was such a great movie because all people talked about with Harriet Tubman was that oh she freed the slaves and she started the Underground Railroad. No, we're not going to talk about the fact that she single handedly. Led a uh, northern or uh, fuck, I forgot what the northern side was called. Uh, but she led them to go and free slaves. She led like she was one of the only women to ever lead a military exhibition to do something. But all we want to talk about is oh, she freed the slaves. Yeah, but she did so much more than that. You know. What I'm saying? And it's just, it goes right. it goes so much further it goes so much further than that and they need to really focus on that in school, but they don't. And you know what? I think everybody listening to this, if you haven't been, including myself and Zim, we had plans to go down to Atlanta to go see the Civil Rights okay. Museum. I think everybody should go down there. We were going oh, to go, but COVID get your was ass in the house. Right. And according to the Dr. Fauci, we might be wearing masks in twenty twenty two. Whoa, <laughs> but um, it's it's I think oh St. Louis, Missouri, 
also another civil rights hotspot. A lot of history, black mm-hmm. history happened in Missouri. Well, and people don't know about it. The Dred Scott case, the Dred Scott case happened in St. Louis. It's actually at the courthouse mm-hmm. that's behind the gate. But large. here's the problem. A lot of people see these black cities, and the only thing they see is what the media shows us. Poor, poverty, gang-ridden, nobody, like, you know what I'm saying? They don't see the history behind the city of Atlanta, the city of St. Louis, the city of Chicago, the city of Detroit, Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? You know what? There's a simple solution to that. Turn off the TV. Go TV. experience the or, world for yourself. you know, watch a documentary, read a book. Simple. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like you know, like, like almost every BET movie, when like the freeze frame happens, you see a gun pointing there. You hear, I'll be reading <laughs> I a book right now. Book. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, bro. Like, and it's so sad how many people I've talked to about historical black colleges, HBCUs, and they have no idea what that is. And it all oh, breaks right? my heart. Like, and like I said to you yesterday on the Xbox party. We need to oh, go on the HBCU World Tour. I would love to do college it. Tour, you know what I'm saying? Like, soon as soon, soon as this COVID and traveling and, you know, I'm not going to say when it's right. over because it's soon as it eases over, up. You know, when it's under control and we have vaccines and medicine for it, you know, we need to go. You know, I'm, I encourage I everybody else to go. And if too. you're really about you know, black excellence, check, you really want to Check out historic. Exactly. Check out your historical black colleges. And people that are like, what's up with historical black college? I'm like, Grambling State, Brown's, Brown University, you know what I'm saying? Jacksonville State, all I the... Would... They shucking you and know. diving and being... Go check it out. Go, go, go. There is a lot that goes on into it. Right. Uh, should we wrap yeah. this up, man? We're kind of coming up on the phone. But we just wanted much. to. <laughs> we just wanted to hop on here and let y'all know that <laughs> we're still alive and that we're, you know, we just wanted we just wanted y'all to celebrate Black History Month with us. Not even just month, just Black History. Which, that's all we wanted to talk about today. You know what I'm saying? A little, a little. And you two are. To our Latino fans out there and our Latino right, friends, I better see y'all wearing nothing but Spanish flags all over the place. Like, <laughs> right? Y'all I'm gonna be that, that crazy. Y'all fucks with the Mexican with shit. I fucks with the Mexican <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, but till next time. Right. I want to end. I do. I do want to end this on a message though. To little black children out there, you could be whatever you want to be. You know, you don't have to be just a rapper or a ball player. That's that's the lane that society carved dead for you, for you. Now break that. You could be a scientist. You could be a doctor. You could be an actor. You could be an animator. You could be the next man to walk on the moon, even though we're on Mars. Right, Jake Paul. You can you could do it. All right, <laughs> just put your mind to it. <laughs> like. You don't have and to, to be all the black little girls out there. It doesn't okay. matter what hairstyle you have. It doesn't matter how you dress. It doesn't matter how you talk. It doesn't matter how you act. Be proud of being black. Your mothers and your grandmothers didn't go through all this just for you to see, just for little Susie to tell you that you act, look different because 
you know, you're too ghetto, you're too loud, or your hair is too nappy. Like, no, embrace that. Be you. Like, right. Oh, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll fight little Susie for care. you, too, if you need me to. I'll fight a kid. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't, oh, we don't make the rules team. around here. It's gang shit over here. My, and my daughter comes to me. I don't have a daughter. And my right, daughter said, Lil Susie look, said, she's I'm two, looking She's in a crib. Look, she looks. Whatever. I'm punching. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't care. We're I got beef with the two-year-old. I ain't going to punch your baby when she get older. I'm taking a know, class at Adrian Peterson University and I'm whipping her ass. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ooh. Oh, him too. I'll do it. I thought she was going to say Tariq Hill. I don't care. <laughs> I'll call them personally. <laughs> Jesus. On that yeah. note, saying family, we out here. Follow us on social media. Young. I mean, no, no, no. Because no, like I changed my tag ago. again. So now it's Vince underscore again, LaSalle on Instagram. On Instagram, God, it's Vince you. underscore L-A-S-A-L-L-E. If y'all don't know the reference, watch Disney or watch Recess on Disney Plus. Then you'll understand the reference. See, nobody got the reference, which I is knew, pissing I me off. Because they're like, wait, name. your name's Vince? I'm like, no, bitch. My name is, you know my name. <laughs> right. I, I was like, no, bitch, y'all know my name. Vince LaSalle, Disney Plus, Recess. Go watch it. Damn, read. <laughs> Chief Keef is a hitter. <laughs> I knew it. All right, reference to the last episode. Chief Keef is a hitter. Chief Keef 